going on, Tico? Nothing. What's going on, Coach? Coach. How was training? It was good. You have to stop and get some, some new. Put my <laughs> stomach is just, man. Empty stomach, running empty stomach. Yeah. I I I uh. I work out fasted. I don't. I try not to eat. From nine, because usually I get home if I go to jujitsu at night. I get home about a little after eight, so I jump in the shower and eat something real quick. So my routine is usually I don't eat after from nine p.m. until one p.m. So nine p.m. to one p.m. Yeah, from from nine p.m. to one p.m. For I work night, so uh, from ten o'clock until six in the morning, I'm working anyways. I just drink water and straight black coffee. Wow. Uh, so my mind's busy because I'm working, so I don't even think about it. Then I get home, and if I don't go work out, I'll sleep until about 12. So, you know, I don't, I don't even really, my mind's not on right. food. I don't even think about eating. But so on those days when I do uh, do go to morning class for jiu-jitsu or go work out at the gym, it's fasted. I don't. Because you watch your weight, right? I don't eat. You I, watch yeah, your weight I, a yeah, I try to eat. I don't watch my. I weight. try. I, I try to eat good. I try to eat good. I try to stay away from from bad foods, but I don't. I don't do anything real strict. You know what I mean? I if can't. it's there and I get the craving, I'll go ahead and eat it. And that's my biggest problem. That's why I can't get rid of my 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 belly's a little soft. Nine p.m. was nine p.m. to one p.m. That's like over twelve hours. You're sixteen fast. hours. Sixteen hours of fasting, right? Yeah, I, I mean, fast. It's good. I fast sixteen, and. Like I said, I pretty much did it anyway, so it's not that big of a deal. You know, a lot of people are like, damn, you, you don't eat for 16 hours? When you're sleep, you know, when you work and then sleep right after, that's your chunk of your time. You're not even, you know, like I said, I just drink straight black coffee, no sugar, no cream, and, and water. I try to drink as much water as I can while I'm at work, but I work in the freezers. So I have, to, I have to go pee all the time because you're drinking that water and then you get that cold. Uh-huh. Makes you have to go to the bathroom running back and forth to the fucking pee all day long. I'm like, Shit. Jesus Christ. But anyways, yeah, I, I went and worked out this morning. I had a good workout. But We just but, finished working out right now. You just finished working out? Yeah, the, the, did the class in Muay Thai. So I, do, I try to do at least that 30 minutes, warm up with them now. Yeah. And then good. after that whole pads and just tell them what to do. That yeah. pads is brutal on your wrists, aren't they? On my uh, for Muay Thai on my on my on my elbows, that's why I get the elbows tendonitis because it's that shin all coming across here and then just going like this path. I know I'm sure like with the boxing it's more here, right? But with the fucking Muay Thai uh, behind here. my my hand right here behind when I hold yeah because you're getting all the power right there. I'm kind of like distributing all the power from here to here, so this one gets gets all the shock right here. Right. So then I start getting this uh, especially this this side it, it uh, bulges. And it swells up, and I can't close my arms sometimes, right? So I have to be very ready every time they, they, they throw a kick. Or knees, too. When I'm putting the knees right here, they're going here. My master, he would have, like, this dent right here, dented for so, oh, so long that he had been holding pads. Almost 20 years since he got here. It's just from, yeah, dented from the, like this. Is it from taking all the, the I'm sure, there, like, really? he's got always right here, boom. Just right there. Ow, that would creep me out. I know. <laughs> I know. Every time I saw him do that, I was like, damn. He was up from holding pads. Yeah, I, I think, because uh, I, was it last year? Yeah, last year, I, I went and had an executive checkup done. And, uh, God, it took like almost four months to get all the, everything, you know, all the tests done and everything. And they were checking me for nerve damage and whatnot. And, mm-hmm. and uh, my my arms go numb sometimes. God, not real, not for a long time, but they, they'll, they'll go numb for a few seconds. And, uh 
So they did a, a like a CAT scan and x-rays on my neck. Is and, that when, when the, the neck? Yeah, and that's yeah. what they found out. I got arthritis in my neck. So my neck kind of curves to one side. But uh, I'm thinking, I think it's from all those years of holding, holding the, the pads and then punching a heavy bag. But also jiu-jitsu, though. I remember when I was doing jiu-jitsu. Man, my, I could not even plant my, my hand like this flat because I would feel like this bone was going to go across the palm of my hand. It was just so painful. It was like if I didn't have nothing right here. Right, between. on your wrists. Yeah. So I don't think it's too much also from the... It's probably part of the boxing then now, the, the jiu-jitsu. Then, then it, you know, it could be because the jiu-jitsu is all the neck cranks and jiu-jitsu, you know. So it, it just with adds your nerves. up. Yeah, it just messes with your nerves. It's just... Yeah, it's just... I mean, God, edibles, though, edibles, if you're not into, uh, like, it helps me a lot. I, I want to start taking that uh, CBD, CBD, CBD oils, yeah. CBD oils. I want to start, I hear so much good stuff oh, about yeah. that. I want to try some of that That's stuff. how I got my, my 1090s right here, oval, oval, tennis elbow, whatever, uh, better, way better. Like, I would say, like, 90%, 80%. Once in a while, I'll get it, but, yeah, before it was, in, like, a few every every few months or less, I would like I, I could not even move my my arm my left arm it was so bad it was so bad so I could tell some days it's it really bothering you because you could tell when you're when we're in class and you're holding a pad you can I can tell when it's bothering you, you yeah know, you could see where it's that like hurts. yeah like man that and then I'm getting old so it doesn't help that I'm getting old <laughs> nah, you're just as old as you feel and I'm just okay. uh, I try to like I said I try to stay busy and working out so I can fight <laughs> Yeah, I, it feels good. Everyone doesn't believe I'm almost fifty years old. I don't believe it either. Yeah, I'm like holy smokes, yeah. just because you keep saying it. But, but uh, yeah, sitting here with Coach, we're at uh, Desert Breeze Park. Uh, it's a beautiful day out. Yeah, gorgeous, man. Yeah, up until five years ago, I I lived at this baseball field here for seventeen. I coached here for seventeen okay. years. I was the president of this little league here, ah, Spring Valley Little League. That was a uh, that was a nightmare. That was, nightmare? That was a nightmare. That was horrible. Deal, like deal, oh, dealing with parents is horrible. As a matter of fact, yesterday, I was at my granddaughter's softball practice. And, you know, she's only five years old, so it's T-ball. And it was bringing back so many memories. And I, I said, you know what, I'm going to... I'm gonna, Because I've been wanting to do a baseball podcast. And I was going to wait till the beginning of the season to get it started. But I was just sitting there. And, uh, guys, we're going to... Like I said, we're outdoors, so you're going to hear some... Some flybys, airplanes, helicopters, and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I sit there and I was just bringing back memories. So I said, you know, I'm going to start the podcast today and just talk about my days at Little League. And uh, but I'm having trouble. It won't. Uh, it won't uh, allow me to have two. The server we use won't allow me to have two podcasts at the same time. I got to use a whole different computer oh, really? or phone or whatnot. Yeah. So I, I I'm out there on the field looking like a. Everyone's looking at me funny because I'm in the outfield and I'm recording this thing or I think I'm recording it and it would only allow me to record five minutes. And I was out there for like an hour and a half just yapping away, yapping away. And then when I was done, I was like, what the hell's going on? And so I looked it up and I said, yeah, you you can't have it from the same phone or whatever. Uh, you have to have a whole separate phone or computer or whatever. So I, I just wasted an hour and a half of my time. <laughs> but anyways, uh yeah, so you, you didn't get a chance to watch the Jones... Uh, just watch the highlight, just of the fight. You know, every, everyone was... Uh, you know, Because I didn't, I didn't... I went out to the the Knights game uh, Saturday night, so I didn't watch it live. Uh, I didn't get to watch it until Tuesday, but all the, all the other podcasts I was listening to, everyone had uh, Esther Reyes winning. 
Everyone had mm-hmm. Rays winning, and they were talking about what a big robbery it was. What a big robbery! There was a couple of people that said it wasn't. A, they didn't agree with the decision, but it wasn't a robbery, you know. But uh, I got to be honest with you. Everyone said it was the first two rounds Reyes. Just about everybody said it was the first two round Reyes. Uh, the third round being the like the round that could go either way, and then the last two were for Jones. I actually had it the first round for Reyes, third round for Reyes, fifth round for Jones. Those were the definite, for me, the definite rounds. First and third Reyes, fifth round Jones. And then I had the second and the fourth rounds as the rounds that could go either way. And I ended up I ended up giving the edge on both rounds to Jones. So I had Jones winning. <laughs> I had Jones winning. If they had given it to Reyes, I, I wouldn't have argued either. I think it was a great fight. It was it was it was a good fight. It was- yeah, and, and I guess um, some people get it confused. Like they say, you know, it wasn't a robbery, like you say. It was just like very bad. Uh, the the scoring of one of the judges, that's the one I guess. And people start saying, oh, it's it's a, it's a robbery, but it was it was like you said. You know, I don't think it was it either. You know, and then he's not the champion, so he's not gonna win with two rounds. And John Jones is John Jones. No matter, I, I probably don't like that dude neither as much like that. You know, I think he's as he used to be. And he's, I mean, it's been, what, almost 10 years since he yeah, got he's the championship, just... right? He's been a champion. So, I mean, he's getting old, too. He's getting there. And it's going to be somebody there is going to be there is going to beat him, but not yet. But, uh, but yeah, it was just the scoring of the judges. Remember, it was one, I think, it gave him, what, one, one uh, what was it, four, what was it, um, 46? What was it 42 to 30? I can't remember. I remember one was Six. way off. Yeah, and that's what they were. Even Joe Rogan was saying that. What the heck was the judge watching? Then I think it was the same judge that 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 robbery. They were talking about one of the other fights. It was Martinez. That they, wasn't it Martinez? I'm trying to find it. No, it was a two. Uh, Where? Well, I don't know. I, I know it was two female fighters. Uh, but they interviewed because Joe Rogan was. Uh, he was very vocal saying that I watched this judge for 30 seconds looking down at his phone or at the at something else not paying attention and uh, I listened to an interview with one of those fighters with one of those female fighters and she said that guy's not even a judge <laughs> Joe Rogan got it wrong who Every, picks the fucking judge the commission the, it has nothing to do with and the, the promoters with the UFC, right? and, it has and, and, nothing to do with the promoters it has nothing also to do. the referees huh? yeah the, the commission picks them and I, and I think, unfortunately for the UFC, I think they use like boxing judges for the UFC. God damn! It. That's what somebody was saying. That's a boxing judge right there. Yeah, I, I think they use boxing judges for UFC. And my thing, you know, everyone's saying that, you know, I'm listening to a couple podcasts and they're they're just losing their mind, saying that something needs to be done about judges and they need to. They need to figure something out and, and do some classes or do some tra- you know training for them. And, and I get it to a point. For instance, my question is how takedowns. So I take some people score takedowns as being more valuable than others. Uh-huh. Right? Am I correct? Some people think a takedown is worth more than others. I mean, is there a certain is there a certain uh, like how many points point system? system for it? Like, is a takedown yeah. worth so many points? You know, because during a fight, you know, I saw Ray. I think I don't know second, third round. Reyes opened up the round and he landed two, like two separate combinations, two or three separate combinations, and they were good ones. 
And then Jones took him down. And everyone's going nuts. So I'm thinking, does that one takedown nullify the two combinations that Reyes just threw? Mm-hmm. Oh, Which yeah. one is worth more? Is the two combinations Fighter A just landed not worth that one takedown that Fighter B landed? See what I'm saying? Is, yeah, yeah. is there a set point system for this or is it just what you like the most you know that's that's a that's the biggest question right there i said what's a million dollar question man like they don't they don't specify like what's what's how much uh, like how many points or what how do they how do they uh add it up at the end no yeah so it just comes down to what you what like if, as opposed yeah. to what i like for instance you yeah. got you and i have a disagreement on on the the last Canelo Triple G fight. Yeah. You think Canelo won Dominic. I think Triple G won. Mm. I give more credit for the jabs than you do. Oh, you yeah. give more credit for, for pressure the, and than the, I do. And the body shots. Yeah. Body you know shots, what I mean? Yeah, and uppercuts. Who knows who's and right or wrong? It's just what you yeah. like and what I like. It's yeah. t- two different things. But it's easier in boxing because you're all counting uh, punches, right? So you're counting in... in but in a, in a UFC, I mean, you got to see, like, how much... What, what, what is it... What is it worth... What has more value, a takedown or a combination of punches? So one punch or a knee or, or a kick or spinning? What, what is it? What what does it count? Like, yeah. It, it's, you don't know, right? In, in boxing, at least, it's, it's simple because it's just the accumulation of punches. Well, you would think so, but even you see it even in boxing. Of course, you know, the, like the I power said, you punches. You see it in boxing because, like I just said with the Canelo Triple G fight, I, I was given... I was giving Triple G the credit for using his jab, saying outside using the jab, yeah. and, and you were and I wasn't giving him the credit you gave. I wasn't giving Canelo the credit you were giving him for for pressuring and hitting body shots. You know, it's just and the first one. That's why I think going back again to those fights, going back to the fight with uh, Triple G, the first one. I, I give it to Triple G, the first one, because he was the one putting pressure. He was the one that he was coming in more. Uh, Canelo was trying to jab too much, and he was trying to. Uh, Move it, move so, its head so and stuff it was like that. Reversed in the it kind of reversed yeah. it, yeah. So, so it could have been either way. Like some people told me, hey, this fight, the like, the second one with Triple G and, and Canelo could have been a this is this one. It could have been more a draw than the first one. So I said, well, this one they're gonna give it to Canelo probably because right. you know you know they wanted Canelo to win anyway. So you're you're always gonna have somebody's favorite favorite uh, fighter more than the other, you know. Well, he's you know he's the younger fighter, so he's got more years in him to make some money, and he's making more money. That's why it's more. Uh, what is it called? Uh, he attracts more sales and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Triple G. Triple G is good, but not as Canelo. Canelo's. Well, he doesn't got the following Canelo has. Exactly. Because Canelo has fans here in the United States and, and in Mexico. Mexico. You know. And haters too, though. Even the haters. It well, just it's one of those things. They pay, it's like Mayweather. You know. Exactly. I was it, just trying to say. Everyone that. says they hate him. So they buy the they buy the pay per view in hopes they see him lose, you know. And, and you know, <laughs> going back again to that is like when you see when you see with uh, Mayweather, you see how do they score when it's him? When it's him, they score him on just defensive. If he is more defensive, he wins just like when he fought. Uh, what was that? The Argentinian guy. He fought him twice. The first one for pressure and hitting. Even if he hit the body or the the hands, uh, he hit more than Mayweather. Is that Maidana? Uh huh. Maidana. The first one. The second one. I, I watched it live. My uh, Mayweather just made him look like yeah. he didn't know how to box. Yeah. But that's the thing about judging. I mean, you know, they're, they're saying it needs to be fixed. They need to figure something out. But it's it's easier said than done because... That commission. It because, goes to them, right? Yeah. But, but like how, like I said, unless there's a certain designated point system for every punch, every style, and, with, and there's not, it's just... You know what? You just got to hope you get a judge that likes your style. Yeah. Of fight. 
You just got to hope you get it. It's, it's the only thing I can see. The only thing I can see that maybe they should do is say, hey, you know what? After the fights, we're all going to get together and we're going to discuss why you scored it the way you scored it. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you saw in front of everybody. So that, you know, when you get one of those guys or one of those judges who has that scorecard just totally different than the other two, you know, the other two might have it, you know, uh, one fighter up by 10 points, which is one every round. But then the other fighter has the, the one guy favored the other way. Right. You know what I mean? Like, wait a minute. How come these two judges saw this fighter A win and you saw fighter B win? What what did you see in these rounds? You know, so now, now you're calling him out in front of everyone. He has to explain. Well, you know what? What I saw was I saw him land these on the inside, and you, you know, maybe you guys didn't see it. Explain it instead of just saying, ah, you know, I kind of like this fighter more. Right. Whatever, that's you know? uh huh. Because that's bias right there. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think too is like I don't know uh, much about wrestling. Actually, nothing about like when it comes to points. Like you wrestle in, in high yeah. school, right? So how is that score? Because I know it's got. It's not just a takedown that it's worth. It's. it's Whoever's got more control. No, re- what is it? No, re- wrestling is is you'll get you'll get uh, back control. You'll get points for back control. Mm-hmm. So if you're on on the back for for several minutes, you'll get you'll get some points for that. But every takedown's worth so many points. Every escape's worth so many points. Okay, so that's there's, how there's, 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 that's how it should go about too. That, that's but see, I I don't know. You can do that in boxing or MMA. No, no, no. I know that's what, the, what I'm saying is like. Uh, uh, just, just not everything should 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 count as much. You know what I mean? Uh, the the same should have it the same value. Just like when you do a good punch, you know. But yeah, it's not fair if somebody because taking somebody down it takes more energy yeah, than throwing a punch. That one round, that, tell you that, that one that's, round that's, just it. it or just, keeping somebody down, it, it, it's it's like because they gotta even be watching if the guy is trying to get out from under and the guy is having a good control on top of him and he's just ground even if it doesn't ground and pound him as long as he can keep him down that's right there it's hard it's just that he's working to do that so it's not like yeah you know? you're, so you're giving him the advantage you know you're giving him an advantage but as long as it shows that he's as long as it shows that he's the one keeping control he's got control then you can see okay you're getting credit for that you're getting credit for that but my big thing was like i said my big thing was i saw reyes land Two separate combinations, two separate good combinations, and then Jones took him down. So then it just clicked. I'm just like, oh, I got to ring this up with Coach. I got to ring this up with Coach. Which one was worth more, the one takedown or the two separate combinations? Which one was more? It all happened within the, you know, within. What do you think? What what do you, what do you, what do you? I'm going to be honest with you. I I think Don't bullshit Don't bullshit Yeah I'm a bullshitter guys Uh, This is the one time I'm going to be honest Uh, (laughs) The other time You're honest I I See And and that's just it It just depends on what you like I'm I'm sure a lot of grapplers Are going to say the takedown Yeah but you're doing both We've done I've done both I I think the stand up Yeah See and and even though I'm a stand up I think I wrestled Taking you down Because it was two separate it was two separate combinations, you know. Like he landed three. Let's say it was a three-four punch combination. Boom, boom. And he took a step. Oh, and then just and one. then he landed another one. Okay. It wasn't just one. Okay. And then and then he shot in. He landed two separate combinations, like a two-three punch combination. Boom, boom. And then like a step was taken, and then boom, boom. Here's another one, you know. And then they kind of took another step. And Jones took him down. Um, and then it's it's one of those things where. You know, is a takedown because 
Now there's a difference. Am I taking you down because I'm showing dominance? I can take you down. I know I can take. I'm going to drive you to the ground, and, right. I, and I'm going to stay on top and control the issue. Or is I'm just going to try to take you down because you're beating the shit out of me on my feet. I just ate. I just ate six punches. Also, I just ate six punches. All I can do is try to take you down. You know, it's gonna take a long time. That's I tell you. Judging, like I said, if you don't agree with me, you're not wrong. It's just judging's hard. It's you know, it's not you know, like I said, everyone's and it's messed up. If you have a guy that likes the the stand up more, striking more, so he's gonna always favorite the guy that. Is throwing strikes, but what about the, the the guy that's taking? You know, what if you put a, a wrestler, you know, uh, or somebody that just likes grappling, so he's just gonna count more for the takedowns, right? He's gonna because believe me, I know taking someone down is hard. It's not takes easy. a lot of energy. it's a lot of energy. Taking someone down is, you know, when I when I'm training, uh, when I'm training jujitsu, when we work on wrestling uh, drills and takedowns. That gasses me more than anything. I get I so gassed. I, you know, I just used right now the, the excuse that I was going to come with you so I wouldn't do the, the wrestling class like that. Venom. <laughs> because just seeing what they do, man. Oh, just, oh. Re- wrestling gets, but the, it's beautiful. The two that get me gassed are the wrestling and the Muay Thai. When I have to use kicks with my punches, right. it, it takes a lot of energy. And you know, and you know, I don't know if you know about the the uh, the way it's supposed to be uh, judging Muay Thai. Like here in America, and I guess outside of Thailand is however they want it to. But but the the way they they score it in Thailand is is not by how many strikes or how many. It's about the technique that you use. If you use a jumping knee or spinning back elbow and you land it, even if you don't knock him out, it comes more than 20 punches. You know, Maybe really? I'm exaggerating, but you could you could have the guy like all tore up his face, like you have him bleeding, but the guy is still using like knees and using like high technique with uh, good uh, uh, roundhouse kicks and, and all that, and he's going he's gonna to win. Really? Yeah, like there was so much controversy ooh, at the beginning of, of this, of this, what is the century? Like uh, the 2000, 1999, 98, when I started getting to Muay Thai, 2000, 2001, when they used to go outside, they used to go fight, especially a lot of Europeans to go fight uh, Thais in front of the king. And I think it's in sometime in December. And they were beating up the, the, the Thais, but I mean, they were almost knocked out. But because they kept using Muay Thai and, and techniques, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like like real Muay Thai, not just punching, 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 and one in a, once in a while a kick or uh, whatever kick. So they always lost, and they were always thinking that it was because they weren't from Thailand. But it was not like that. It was like the the specific techniques that you use, that's, that's, what, what, it, the, that's what it wins the, the, the fight. That's what they want to see. Unless you knock them out. But other than that, the dude could be all beat up, tore up, bleeding, and, and maybe wobbly and all that. But the guy's still using Muay Thai, standing more like a Muay Thai guy, and he's... He's already winning. He's already winning. So you get judged on technique. Technique, that's technique. all. That's all it is. Yeah. It's total opposite. Here, we just want to see someone get their ass kicked. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's, that's a little extreme, too, because a lot of people, you know, used to go just, oh, with my boxing, I'm going to go. And yeah, they were beating up the ties. But like I said, if as long as they didn't hit the ground or they weren't actually out, because. In, in Muay Thai also If you hit the ground If you last less than 10 seconds You get up They don't count as a take down, as, a, as, a, as a knockdown So you and got 10 seconds to get up No, no You got 2 seconds Oh, if you, you stay Boom, se- then Yeah But if you said They drop you And you, you land on your ass And you just bounce, bounce back, back up, up That's not a take That's not a That's not a, a knockdown Wow I know, I know I know it's Yeah, because in boxing You just got to touch your glove 
Yeah, no, and you Muay Thai, you can, as long as you bounce back, boom. It's the, they count like almost two seconds. I don't know how they do it, but I'm sure like they look at you. They know if it takes, if you stay there, you stall a little bit on the ground. And then and then you try to come up, but when you just get hit, boom, and bounce back up, it's not, it's not, 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 not. And, and Muay Thai, I'm talking about Muay Thai, not European Muay Thai, not American Muay Thai, I'm talking about. They can look, they, they, they can look it up and, and find out. Wow. Master Thai used to always tell us, because, you know, because we used to have those, and we we're kind of going away from it, but when we used to have those f fights here, we had uh, Steve Masagari, I mean, he's a, he was a good referee, I'm sure, for kickboxing, but for Muay Thai, he sucked. I mean, he could not let you. He he didn't know the difference of, of like when you're clinching and one guy is kneeing, even if the other one is not, they gotta let you allow you to go. And they you got three seconds to start throwing knees. If nobody does, then it splits you. But he didn't care. You would throw knees and he would stop you. You're like what? And then you did certain sweeps and he would tell you don't do them. And like wait, but it's not his fault because who put him right there was a the commission, right? Yeah. They didn't tell. And you know we're always talking about like what the fuck? This dude doesn't know. You know, like if you're a good near, you I always was I always wanted to get in the clinch and just so but he would not let you. So he was a uh he was like a kickboxing referee. Probably for more like, like a for, yeah than, than and more boxing than nowadays is the opposite. Now say now he just lets him. He doesn't get and it's not his fault too. Now it's like everybody used to say like you suck, you don't let us do this. So now he's he's still co he, I think he still referees some of the Muay fights that come here in town. And um and he lets him just go. Sometimes he should separate them because they're not doing anything. He just lets them go. But going back to John Joe. <laughs> no, that's that's. I had no idea. That's that's good. That's yeah. This is 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 different. It's different. Every every style when you go, you know. But seeing that that just that just brings up an idea for me when we're talking about what they can do about judges. Maybe like for the USC, what they need to do is get together with the commissions and say, hey, you know, let's interview these these judges and figure out okay which ones have an idea about mixed martial arts which ones know mixed martial arts and which ones are just boxing and that way you make sure you don't get the the guys that just do boxing all of a sudden get a ufc match you know what i mean or True. mixed martial arts. That, that way they interview these guys they have classes for these guys and at least let them know hey you know takedowns are worth something you know kicks are worth something this doesn't have at least a general you'll still have You'll still have judges that consider one more valuable than the others, but at least they have an idea of what they're looking for in mixed martial arts as opposed to just stand up. Yeah. As opposed to just stand up. Just like I never understood why if you if you if it takes a long time, some very hard to get someone to the ground and then once the round ends and then you start the round, they start standing you up. I mean the guy secured the the, the takedown, they it should they should He's start on the ground He's again. In just because people don't like to see that but hey people you know you, you i never gotta, i never thought about that yeah like, i never thought about that i mean because yeah. hey, hey, like i said because you want to be fair to everybody because you favorite the, the stand-up guys and and i like stand-up you know I, that's my background too but i understand some of the grappling and i like it right it's just hard when you've done so many years from from stand-up to go but but again it's like if you favor why would you favor only one side like well and and I, I don't favor boxing. I like because I understand no, grappling. No, because I understand grappling. Do. I know grappling. Like my best friend, my best friend. He's he's a you know he's a boxer. He's a pure boxer. He loves boxing. Boxing is his thing. He does not like to watch mixed martial arts. Yeah, that, he I, I hear a lot not, of people because they don't understand it. They don't want to understand. Yeah, it. They he doesn't understand grappling. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't understand grappling. He doesn't know 
you know the, the little things about it that make it hard and make like when i see something you know i understand wow what this guy just did was high level you know it's hard to, to land that move or it's hard to escape from that move yeah you know, so i appreciate it where he doesn't to him it's just you know he, he can get through them i have some people i talk to him but like, i hate mma I'd be like dude you don't know real combat yeah that's just it you're you know fishing. you're you're thinking joe rogan's just making up names of of moves you know like there he goes with the puff the magic dragon you know just <laughs> making up names for no you know there's there's it's it's high level there's, and people there's, people will not understand and and you know this is probably why that that grappling for a long time was like kept to the side and just boxing was like the thing and then some strike you know when kickboxing started they, were, they used to say that that was the uh, the sport of the future i remember that when i was a little kid <laughs> you know what i mean that, but that then line in the movie for, but then grace rosey uh grace uh hoist gracie yeah yeah he's i'm sorry for that saying his name i, I do the he same came thing. and showed everybody like with just grappling he took in any stri striker i mean and, and this is the reason that still people still you know um they're not gonna accept it and it's if you don't know grappling don't go don't go against somebody that 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 can just throw a few shots with your hands and he can uh jujitsu wrestle you because you're probably gonna lose you only have a shot to knock him out other than that you, you know and it's and shit, i'm a striker that teach muay thai it's hard to say it but at the same time you gotta we gotta we gotta we gotta you know accept it grappling is a big Big, big. If not one of the most important things of of, of combat. Well, you gotta you, you gotta know both. You gotta know, but you gotta know. Yeah, yeah. Both. Of course, have to have a balance. But, but man, more than I remember, the first time I tried MMA, me and my best friend, we could not stay off the ground or off the cage. That's why I was like, oh damn it, I've been doing Muay Thai for like ten years almost. <laughs> and these dudes, they don't know how to punch or kick, but they can keep me on the freaking on the ground. ground. Yeah, you can't. And do if they anything. wanted, they could throw shots at me. What was I gonna do? I didn't know exact nothing how to do anything. So, again, going back to to you know the, the UFC fights, uh, something's gotta happen. Something's gotta happen. They gotta they gotta put all this shit together with the judges. Maybe they gotta grab. Uh, judges from wrestling, boxing, some karate, whatever, striking, and then put them together, like explain how's the, the point system. And then, then from that, somebody else has to come with a smarter mind and put it all together and then teach it how it should yeah. be overall at the end. So nobody... Just as I have a general idea, if they're just sticking boxers, uh, boxing <clears throat> judges in there, yeah, they just need to give them all a general idea. Like I said, we're always, it's easy, it's, it's not as easy as people think because you know we all have what we like and that's basically what we judge what we like but at least they have a general idea you know at least they, they need to have at least a general idea of how mixed martial arts work if they're going to be doing a mixed martial arts fight yeah yeah you know, the future the future is mma it is it is well, and it it's it, and it it's getting there i mean like you were just saying a, a minute ago how you know, it was all striking, striking, striking. Had no idea about uh, grappling, and it's just that older generations. It's eventually they're they're fading out. Like we had uh, uh, from the jujitsu class, Jorge, uh, freak athlete, freak athlete, man. Jorge. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's from Miami. I think he's from. Yeah, Miami. yeah, yeah. So I know, I know. Jorge, Jorge. Yeah. Freak athlete. Yeah. Man. This is, kid is. is just strong. It just and. Uh, you know, he's laughing. He he was saying that he can't tell his family, or he doesn't talk to his family too much about him taking jujitsu because uh, all the older guys in his family tell him, "You need to stand up and fight like a man. You need to stand up and fight like a man." But it's that that older generation, you know. It is that that, that they're used to boxing. They're not used to uh, 
grappling arts. But now, you know, since the UFC's come around, that's that's now that's all everyone does, man. Every just about everyone in the UFC takes some type of jujitsu. You have to, you know, be, yeah, even, you even the wrestlers to. are taking jujitsu. Yeah. You know, I I think the two, uh, the three dominant, the three dominant uh, uh, disciplines are, are uh, Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu, and in wrestling in in, uh, in MMA. Yeah, some people are like boxing, but they don't since, really. Since Muay Thai got a little bit of some boxing and it's not too too pure, but it just at least it shows you how to throw the the, the jabs, the uppercuts with a different stand. But what is those leg kicks? They they. UFC, they uh, showed how dominant leg kicks can be. Can be all the knees, oh, right? I would God, say, it, you know, and and then going back to that to that old mentality. But I mean, it's just because they kept it like there was no nobody bring it up to light. But if you, I don't know if you you heard or seen uh, Gene LaBelle, right? The, yeah, I know who Gene LaBelle is. When, I'm old. <laughs> in 1960, what was it 1960 something? Right? Was it he he had. Uh, he's saying this is one of the first MMA fights because he had a fight against a, a champion boxer in Salt Lake City, Utah. And he said even though the the boxer had some time to train again for uh, some judo or whatever, grappling, he still choked him out. You know, and I don't know, like, he is, there's little pieces of it on, like, black and white in YouTube and how it was, like, how dominant it was, too. Like, like the dude could not do too much to Gene LaBelle, and he got him choking him out. Choking him out. Once they get a hold of you, once a grappler gets a hold of you, if you don't have any grappling experience, you're done. Oh, because I think they, they asked, I think um, Gene LaBelle had to have gloves or something like that. That's what he was saying. It was not fair. He was like, we don't use gloves, something like that. He, I'm, not, I'm not for sure, but yeah. But what about now Shevchenko? She did pretty good, right? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch that fight, uh, but they see everything... They said she just dominated. They say she just dominated. Her only kryptonite is, uh, what's her name? Uh, God, I'm having a, a brain fart. What's her name? Nunez? Cyborg. Nunez. Nunez beat her twice, I believe it was. Yeah. But uh, Well, the first one was, I don't know, again, you know, it could have been, but they were both strikers. Right. Yeah, but I guess, uh, yeah, because she had actually Nunez on the ground a couple of times. Like, she uh, grappling. Right, but the second one, the second one, she uh, Nunez dominated her. Yeah, they say she dominated. They said it was not even close. It was just, they said it was ridiculous. She's right now. She's the, she's a rising. She's the big star. Her Nunez. So, but I think Nunez is just too big for her. So, what about boxing? What about, how's the, uh, Vargas doing? Vargas fights what at the end of this month, so he's 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 starting to wind down his training camp. I think. Uh, Is he still going to the gym right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name fights tonight? Uh, Ryan Garcia fights tonight. Ryan Garcia, that's right, that's right. Boxing's pretty boy. I know, right? He's, boxing's a social media superstar with his four million followers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he fights tonight. Uh, Has he really been against somebody like hard? Uh, hard not really. He's, he's nineteen and zero, but he hasn't. He hasn't. They still building him up. Yeah, yeah. They want him and and uh, uh, Javante Davis to fight. Ah, that would I think Javante. I think Javante beat him in the amateurs. Oh yeah, no, uh, yeah. I'm pretty, bad, yeah. That dude is fucking. He's bad. Yeah, Delahoya's pushing for that one. He he sent out. Uh, a post on his social media saying, "Hey, Floyd, since you wouldn't give me the rematch, uh, let's, <laughs> uh, let's give it to our fighters or whatever." Because Floyd has Javante, and uh, yeah, that's right. And, and uh, De La Hoya has has Garcia. But uh, yeah. how much time you got? You, no, you no, gotta, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. 
Yeah, that's so that that fight's coming. That's tonight. So I want to watch that one tonight. Uh, in the zone, right? Uh, the zone. Yeah, the zone. The zone. The zone. And then uh, they're saying that uh, they're getting ready to announce a fight for Canelo. Uh, they know they want him to fight uh, Cinco de Mayo weekend. I think it's the second of May. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't announced the opponent yet. They're saying that they they made an offer to. Uh, Billy Joe Saunders and he turned it down. Nah. But you know what? I, I it's one of those things. I don't think he turned it down because he's ducking Canelo. I, that's I, he, no. If I he turned he, it down, he turned it down because they're lowballing him. They're yeah. not giving him the money that he thinks he deserves. But know, but at the same time, I think like these guys are not like it's just like everybody wanted to fight Pacquiao or Mayweather or even De La Hoya. Like they, who are they to? I mean, are they are they creating that much money? So if they really are sure that they can beat him. Why don't you just go for what they... I mean, try to get as much as you can. Go beat Canelo, then you take and, the torch, and now you're the right, one that... Now you're the if one you want a rematch, now you have to... Now I this is going to be, right? Well, I mean, you're right. You're 100% right, because let's face it. Canelo's a cash cow. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter if mo- it's good or not, but... The money made... The money made in any of those fights coming up... The money's made because of Canelo. Canelo's bringing that money in. Just like when... Not Saunders. Saund- Billy Joe Saunders is not bringing that money in. I don't in. even know... Unless if, you're... If boxing purist unless you're a big boxing fan you have you know no idea who Billy, jo- exactly. Billy Joe so Sanders why is why do they get but everybody to... knows Canelo and it's good to do that but then they, they bypass him then they'll be talking shit oh he didn't want to face me dude come on no, yeah, what you're saying makes sense you know what just like Mayweather remember Mayweather when he was going to fight De La Hoya he said once I beat him I, he's going to pass the torch to me I'm going to be the money maker and, and after did. that yeah he did and then, and I, I remember, I think Mayweather, uh, De La Hoya got $60 million that fight. I don't know exactly how much Mayweather, but Mayweather didn't get anything close to that. Because the moneymaker was right there, De La Hoya. After that. Once yeah. he got that one, he and, passed yeah. him up. He's, he's uh, he the highest paid said, athlete. The am. highest paid athlete in the world. Yeah, yeah. People like it or not, it is. It is what it is. So that's why sometimes these this, this boxers get to me. Like, who are you, dude? Like, really? Sanders, that's how everybody's going to know you. Because if you fight... Canelo. Uh, fucking Canelo and depending on how you do you know even if it's a controversial loss like with uh, but you put up a yeah, fight but you put up a fight your, your stock's gonna go high yeah. up there and then now you can start talking now you about can start what, saying, I, hey, what you wanna make give me some money yeah the other thing uh, going on I don't know what to make of it I don't know if it, what it means but uh, Pacquiao just signed with uh, Conor McGregor's management group oh yeah yes yeah, so I don't know I don't know what to make of it I don't know what that means you know um, I don't know if that means that's good because now fighters they got so much freedom to do whatever they want and they can make money off it, right? Yeah. Well, because so those promoters dominated. There was for the longest time there was only what Bob Arum, Don King, Don King, yeah. Really, it was just those two. Now there's so many. You know, now you got Eddie Hearn. Uh, you still got Arum. Uh, you got what's his name from PBC uh, that no one, no one even knows what he looks like. He he stays out of the. Out of the limelight. Uh, Tex is the name of the guy that runs PBC. Uh, gee, I can't even remember his name. But yeah, they're getting some money promoters out there. But the thing is, is I, I, I'm waiting for the time. You know, all those promoters are bad for boxing in that, in that it, it's bad for fans because we don't see the big fights right away like we do with UFC. Right, you know, I mean, because this promoter, so many, this promoter yeah. doesn't want to put his fighter on the line because he's making money for him. The same thing with this promoter, so we don't see all those big fights right away. And that's the one good thing about UFC is UFC. You know, 
Dana White says, hey, this fighter's hot. They this fighter's in, hot. I don't care if he only has 12 fights. We're gonna, you're, yeah. you're fighting a champion because everyone likes you right now. You're yeah. the hottest thing out. Boom. You're going in. And that's great for us fans because we see the guys we want to fight fight. But it's bad for them because they don't make the money. That's true. You know what I mean? So it's, it's kind of walking that fine line. You're like, and let me tell you, man, those guys take a beating, man. They, oh, I, I was just going to say that. Like, we think, like, some people, that's why they don't, they don't last too much, you know. They don't last too And I'm not talking about, like, because of your brain. Because hardly, if anything, they have but their physical, like, their body. Their, their body trying to stay in peak almost every, you know. Well, you know, like... Well, that's why I was getting so fired up. I don't know. I have no business getting fired up. I don't know the guy personally, but I was getting fired up when I was reading all this social media about everyone putting uh, Cowboy Cerrone down, saying he didn't show up, and he. You know, it's like, what Man. are you talking about? That dude fights like every other month at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, every time he's he announced his fight, fighter. didn't he just fight? Didn't he just fight? And he's not the only one. There's, there's a lot of these guys that fight like that every couple months. And I've whatever. even heard that that he stopped sparring a long time ago because of that main reason. So his body wouldn't uh, get uh, hurt or any as much. Take so he does pads yeah. and, and everything else. But he gets to one point where he doesn't do that sparring the way. Because they used to at the beginning, you know, beat the shit out of each other. That that could be good, right? So, you know, you find out how, uh, you know, what you can tolerate. But after a while, you have to back up and, and not hurt too much in the training camp. Especially sparring. Because then you got nothing when you fight. Yeah. Okay? Speaking of uh, sparring, now you just brought up a question for me since you're the... The Muay Thai coach. Ah, you're the right. Muay Thai throw coach. It, you're the that. Muay Thai coach. Uh, what's your opinion on, like they say, the Thai, the Thai fighters back in Thailand spar a little bit differently. They do more of a, their sparring is more touch. Yeah. There's more touch. What's your opinion on that? That's yeah. That, that's what I. Uh, but you're talking about these guys now being, you know, in a very high level Muay Thai, right? So they they already know. You know what they're actually doing they, they've been doing it since they're little kids like eight years old so to them it's just like playing basketball kind of like that you know but i'm sure that at the beginning at the beginning of their you know you bring it they bring them in when they're like eight years old so they don't start just touching you know they're gonna they're gonna hurt themselves a little bit bang each other they have and and another thing they do that once they they start fighting professionally well it's always professional they don't have no amateur Right, is because they have fights every every week sometimes. So so that's why you hear that they had like two over two hundred fights, and they're making money every time. So if they were just, we don't do it here for money or anything like that. You know, hardly if, if right. So it is it is better. But first, you you you're gonna hurt a little bit, just like anybody else. You're gonna make a lot of mistakes. You're gonna find yourself like I never seen the little kids sparring, but you know it seems like they they go a little harder than the adults do. Right. You know they hurt and then they learn not to hurt each other. Like you're never gonna see anybody throwing a hard elbow or if they do it's because they know each other and they, they're not trying to cut themselves before the fight because then they will not be able to make money you know uh if they're gonna have four fights in a month then they can only have one because they they got cut right so yeah so is that, that was your question kind yeah of? yeah yeah just wanted to have your opinion on that because uh you know i've been like i said i've trained boxing for so long and and don't get me wrong we we don't you know, we tell our guys, hey, you're, you're not in a fight, so you're not going in there actually trying to knock their heads right. off. But there's shots taken. You know, it, it's, it's right. we're not touching. When we spar in boxing, it, we're not just touching either. 
you know, I mean, you're yeah. When there's a training camp in Muay Thai, you have to be a little harder. But again, like just given the 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 what is it? It's so fragile when you throw a knee, and if you don't throw it, if you throw it straight, especially a straight knee, and you get a, a bone, and especially on your ribs, and you break or, or fracture a bone, then you can't fight. So you kind of have to be a lot more like touchy, right. like more, you know what I mean? Kicks too. It's just like a lot of people likes to go super hard. They think they still don't grasp that. You know that it's just a train that's a sparring station you know even when you have a fight you're gonna pressure your, your partner but you're still gonna take care of your partner if you go right there trying to take him out uh, however you know with power shots knees kicks the guy that is gonna fight like he's not gonna be a you know close to his uh full potential right in the fight, you know? see the, the other thing that makes it hard for us at you know, the boxing gym is you know when you get fighters from another gym or when we go to another gym and it's that machismo thing you know yeah. What I mean? yeah, yeah it's kind of hard you know unless you unless you really know the other trainer and his fighters and you guys got a relationship already then you can get some good work but then you always got to be careful if you don't know the other fighter you don't know the other trainer and you guys don't got that relationship then you always got to be careful hey these guys got to bag them once one takes a shot the other one's gonna give a shot then it just kind of starts to ask so you got to it's it's hard you know it's hard they don't we, like I said, we do, it's a lot more physical. Uh, so that's why you got my attention when I heard about how they. Yeah, they it's just like leg there. kicks. Like if you have to get a leg kick hard to the point where you have to block or you could just get used to it and you don't face it. It doesn't face you as much. Coach, let me tell right? you something. Yeah. The first time I tried sparring Muay Thai with you, yeah. well, not with you personally, but in yeah, your class. Yeah. And uh, I took that leg kick. I swear to God, I'd never been kicked in the leg before. I wanted to throw up. It hurt so fucking bad. Damn, damn. Yeah, you know, if you're not used to those leg yeah. kicks, oh my God. You know, I had that traditional boxing stance and my leg was right out there to be kicked. And oh my God. And you were probably laughing when you saw me. I was like hopping on one leg because it just, just, it was so bruised and battered and oh, it just wasn't. And, and I just feel your pain because, you know, I had to go through the same thing too. You know, and, and the thing is, is I know. I know the guys I was sparring against weren't going 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I know because I know them. I, they weren't going 100%. I'm thinking, holy shit, this is a whole new fucking ball game. It's a whole new ball game. It just, yeah, yeah, yeah. damn, those those kicks are brutal. I tell myself, oh, I need to learn how to do this shit. I need to learn how to do this stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's at least brutal. block them or take them, you know, and get get used to that. It's just, you know, you just, it, it, it's not so much blocking it. I, I, I just reserved myself to the fact, you know what, I just need to. I need to eat it and try to land my punch. That's right. I just yeah, need right. to eat it and land my punch. Yeah. It, it's coming. There's really not much you can do about it. Just like anything else is, 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 is a counter for everything. Yeah. There's a counter for low kicks, you know, and, and, and it hurts. Somebody counters you with a punch overhand when, when you're throwing a, lo, uh, a low kick, you're going to go to the ground if it's 100%. Yeah. It's a whole different game. It's, but no, it's, I enjoy learning all these different dis- disciplines. Yeah. You, you, you learn to appreciate everything. I remember you came in. You were just a white belt, and and and, and percent jiu-jitsu now you're purple belt, right? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Damn, you you get you making there to. I stayed right there in the blue belt and two stripe. I think that's the last one I got. It's a, it was five years ago when I got that. I was like, damn, I should be with you guys already too. Like I'm, oh, you're about to go for how many stripes you got already? I got one. I got one. People yeah. doesn't know that how long it takes to get to move up in in jiu-jitsu, even if you're there. Constantly. You become what do they say? You become a doctor sooner than it takes to get a black belt or right whatever, that, you know that's I mean? good that's and like i said at my age I'm not, i don't do it to you know i competed as a white belt i competed as a white belt and uh i think those of you that are listening 
been our white belts and haven't competed yet, that's the best time to compete. That's when you're going to be at the probably the most equal skill level uh, is when you're white belts. Uh, and just to get used to those nerves, uh, do it before you get up to a higher level. But yeah, no, I, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm going to be 50 here in a couple months and I don't do it to compete. I don't do any of this to compete. I just do it just to try to stay in shape so that, uh, cause up until I started doing it, man, I was just sitting on a couch, drinking beer, getting fat. I was up over 200 pounds just getting <laughs> fat. You know, I lost 60 pounds. As a matter of fact, I weighed myself out at the gym and, and, uh, I weighed like 157, which is crazy right. because I'm trying to gain weight and I, I'm not gaining weight. Well, and the way you fast, you won't. Yeah. Sometimes well, you have to break that that fasting. I know. Man. It's just it's just throw some way. some burritos right there. I, and, and that's yeah, the thing yeah, is I, mean, I do. I just don't do it every day. You know what I mean? Like weekends, forget about it, man. Well, not anymore because now I got to work weekends. But uh, on most weekends, uh, it's it's me and my modelos, man. Me and my modelos. Oh it's, yeah. Drilling some Michelada, some steaks. Oh my god! Oh. Got to man. But well, guys, we'll uh, we'll kind of shut it down. Coach has some more training to do. I gotta get home, and uh, it's Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, yeah. And uh, and then see, get some rest. I gotta work tonight, and then uh, I'm hoping to get. Uh, get in the morning class of jiu-jitsu tomorrow hopefully that works i've been doing good since the beginning of the year i've been doing good getting all my training. i've been getting my training in pretty good last year was a little rough but this year starting off pretty good so but that being said guys we're uh, on every social media uh facebook instagram twitter uh fistic pod everything's fistic pod uh you can email us if you have any questions anything you want to say uh or comment on about what we discussed uh, you can get us uh via email uh, fisticpod at yahoo.com uh, if you want to uh, talk to coach but if you live here in Vegas want to take some Muay Thai uh, classes you can uh, get a hold of coach through our social media or through the email and uh, he can line you up there or you can uh, if you're interested in some jiu-jitsu come on down to Cascal Jiu-Jitsu uh, the Smith Shopping Center there on Flamingo and Sand Hill uh, Anything you want to add, Coach? That's it. No? All right, guys. Hey. Let's watch the fights tonight. Yeah, watch the fights. Uh, maybe you have something to say. Uh, say about it and, and, uh, and discuss with us. All right. Be good to one another, guys. Talk to you later.